We are. We are. We are cultivate. 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 We are cultivate. Hello and welcome to a special mini-sode of Yield Crime, the show where Maddie and I discuss the funny, strange, and obscure crimes of yesteryear every Wednesday. This special bi-weekly segment is called Can You Crack the Cramp Word, which is slang for a difficult or obscure term, which I thought was very fitting. And joining me today is Kanika Chadagupta from the That's Total Mom Sense podcast. I'd like to give her the opportunity to tell us a little more about herself and her show before we get started. Thank you, Lindsay. So my name is Kanika Chadagupta, and my show is That's Total Mom Sense. I began my career as a television anchor and executive producer for CNN and then transitioned into the digital media space. And I launched my show after I had my three kids. I had them in 18 months, twins plus one. And I just felt like parents were yearning for content that is illuminating, inclusive, and inspiring. So I set out to do exactly that with the podcast. And I think you have. I'm just going to put that out there. (laughs) Thank you. So you've described yourself as like a self-professed storyteller. What kind of got you interested in learning more about other people's stories and how that kind of transitioned into the podcast? Yeah. So I'm going to take this back to when I was a little girl. I still remember in middle school when every weekday afternoon, my mom, my grandmother, my aunt, my sister, and me would sit on her tiny sofa in her bedroom to watch Oprah. And that was my first encounter of storytelling through the interview format. And it didn't matter if she had an ex-con or a movie star in the hot seat. She was able to Mm -hmm. put them at ease and you know, make them be so raw and honest and vulnerable and have fun. And so I kind of sought out to do that with the show. And and it's funny, you can't connect the dots looking back, but that's why I went into journalism in the first place was I love meeting new people and, Mm -hmm. you know, asking them about their life stories, especially those who are, you know, older. I'm an old soul that way. And it just, it made sense to be able to translate this into a show because as parents, we have a myriad of questions and to-do lists and topics in our mind. And it's Mm -hmm. easy to get bogged down by the phase that you're in, you know, whether you have an infant or a toddler or you're an empty nester. And I just wanted to be a few paces ahead. I I like kind of knowing what's around the bend and asking those who have older kids, what's it like? And so that's really the, the crux of it is, you know, me kind of gleaning the life lessons from, Mm -hmm. you know, everyday parents to high profile CEOs or, or celebrities. I mean, I've had Chelsea Clinton and Bobby Brown and America Ferreira, if you've seen the Barbie movie, and yeah. Kelly Rowland on the show. And, and I do that by design because everyone has their own way of parenting their kids and using the life lessons that they learned. And that's yeah. what we can all share and kind of take away from. 
Yeah. And it's interesting how it doesn't matter kind of where you're at in life, like whether you are someone like uh, Chelsea Clinton or someone like an America Ferreira or someone like you or I, like there are these common threads, right? Across parenting or across how you grew up where there's this interesting intersection where it just kind of shows that so many of us are all kind of the same, uh-huh. regardless of kind of where we're at in life or where we started. And I think that really kind of humanizes people. Yes. You know what I mean? It's it's so true. It, it helps you find that empathy. And kind of like you've talked about your podcast, it's not just about being a parent. You discuss, you know, like health and wellness, entrepreneurship, lifestyle. How important has it been for you to create a space that really appeals to a broad variety of listeners? Yeah, I, I say that, you know, the show is like a guy Raz's How I Built This meets Oprah Super Soul. <laughs> so <laughs> there's something in it for everyone. And, you know, I think that's key because at the end of the day, we all want to leave a legacy. You don't have to be a parent for that. And, you know, how do you want to be remembered? How do you want to make your mark in this world? And, you know, that can be across any industry and it's not limited to your professional work. You know, it's almost like there was a great New York Times article I had read about your eulogy resume. Mm. Yeah. It's what are you doing to make an impact on those you know? And of course, it starts in the home, but then you're more broadly your community. And so when you look at life that way, we all have something to offer. And I think that's like really what's what's most important for me to be able to parlay to the listeners. It's, you know, it's like sure. this is someone who is at the top of their game in politics or in finance or who pivoted and decided to become an entrepreneur and stay home and lean into family life, whatever it may be. But there's going to be some gems there that you're like, oh, wow, now I'm going to follow through on this. And then this one conversation changed my life for the better. Again, finding that those like a weird thing to say golden nuggets but like finding Mm -hmm. these little things that you can take away and you're like that really resonated with me or that really makes a lot of sense or i never thought of it that way and yeah i feel like there's something that you can take away from anyone regardless of where they're at in their professional or personal career tying back to that whole empathy thing kind of realizing that we're not as different as people kind of paint us out to be exactly and i guess that is kind of a weird segue that I put in my notes without even really realizing it. As we keep talking about how, even though your guests are different, they're all still very similar. What is something that you've noticed throughout the course of your podcast or even in your professional career at CNN that kind of ties people together in some way? Two things I would say, love and grief. It really boils down to those two (laughs) emotions, I would say. And it's really enlightening when people recount their stories of that and you just you feel like this visceral response in you like i understand i've been there too as an example when kelly Rowland was on the show we did a whole campaign with march of dimes and it was for mother's day and it it was called it starts with mom and so she talked about her journey being a mom to her two sons and 
even wrote a children's book called Always With Me, Always With You, which was something that she read to her boys when she was out on tour or on the road. It's like, I'm always with you. But what sure. she really you know, delved into and, and got vulnerable about was she was raised by a single mom, Doris. And she said that once she passed away, she actually reconciled with her dad. And this was something that like she never thought she would do. When she was going on tour with Destiny's Child, she would tell the security guards to not let him in, like didn't want to have anything sure. to do with her father throughout her life. And after her mom passed, something in her was just like, I, I need to rekindle this relationship. And so she did. And she got to hear his side of things which you know i think is is really important as a journalist i i like to be objective and so sure. yeah she understood where he was coming from and you know what didn't work out in their marriage which had nothing to do with her as you know their child yeah. and so now he is an active grandfather in her son's lives and it's amazing that's all you know and so it's like mm -hmm. those heartwarming stories that just get you Another one was Bobby Brown. She talked about how she had to make the tough decisions when, you know, she was leading her cosmetic brand and she would go back and forth between Montclair, New Jersey and New York City. And, you know, she said, like, I could have been hobnobbing with all the socialites and going to galas on a Wednesday in the city, but she knew that she wanted to be present for her three boys and she was actually the PTA president. She like wanted to have that same level of involvement in her family life that she did in her furthering her career and her ambitions. And you know, she was like, believe me, I like have had my moments where, you know, th there was a class project due and she was in the parking lot of a Michaels that had just closed and she needed to buy googly eyes and didn't get there in time <laughs> and was like, yeah, oh, shit, you know, like I, I didn't know yeah. what was going on. But then again, a positive spin to the story. She'd pick herself back up and she called all her friends. She's like, does anybody have googly eyes <laughs> in their little <laughs> boxes at home? And before she knew it, she had like 10 friends and neighbors coming over with it. Her son finished the project late yep. at night that she helped him do. And then, you know, irony at the end, he turns it in and there was a sub. So jeez. Oh, <laughs> but I mean, how like relatable is that? And you know, oh, I think yeah. so many times we're just like, you know, I'm not some, you know, big shot like beauty brand founder, and I'm not some, you know. CEO heading like a behemoth of a company. So what? So what? Yep. We all have those real moments and, and it's often that that family. And again, the love that you have for family or maybe at a time of grief that forces you to pick yourself back up. And when you hear those stories, you feel somehow even more propelled to like figure that out in your own life. The Google guys thing is very relatable. That's yeah. just like so relatable as like a mom and you're supposed to have like all these things. And then of course there's some last minute thing that no one told you about, but you're supposed to have it. And then you're like, okay, crap. Now I guess I go, yeah. I go to the store. Right. Yeah. Right. Exactly. exactly. <laughs> we all, yeah, we've all been there. It's so funny.
it's not even necessarily a, a mom thing it's a parent thing mm-hmm. where you're supposed to have this magic superpower where you're supposed to know everything and then if you don't know it it's like well what do you what do you mean that you you, you know you didn't know that i needed googly eyes for my project you know and it's like well no one no one told me you needed googly eyes for your yeah. project you yeah. know so exactly and then why did you wait till last minute you know? exactly you after school the exactly. day <laughs> yeah there's always moments like those like Every day, there's always a moment like that where you're supposed to know where something is or you're supposed to have something on hand or why didn't you sign this thing that I told you about briefly as I was running out the door three days ago? You know, like there's always these little things that are so relatable as a parent where you you hear it and you're like, yep, I have been there. I have, yep. <laughs> I have felt that. <laughs> it's true. That is so relatable. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, it's true. I think the only reason why stories are so, I feel not just relatable, but like they resonate so well is because of the emotion behind it. You feel the emotion that the speaker felt. Exactly. So last question I have for you before the segment is, if you could interview one person on your show that could be historical, deceased or otherwise, who would you want to talk to? Oh, well, okay. She's on my wish list and is very much with us. It's Michelle Obama. She's... Of course. Yeah. Just been Amazing. <laughs> yeah. And, and I think because she's been so transparent about her journey as, you know, a professional, as a first lady, as a mother. And it's just, it's so wonderful to be able to uncover. So, you know, whether it was her book, Becoming, or The Light We Carry, she's helping us find our own light. And I think, you know, her story would really like hit home for for the listeners. And and actually there was this podcast that I heard her on. If you want to, you know, that your audience wants to check it out. It was on Conan. He had a podcast briefly and they were talking about marriage. So Michelle spoke about how their marriage has evolved over time. You know, it wasn't just always President Obama. And there was so much give and take and compromise and sacrifice involved. And there was this funny part of it that like, I was like, oh, I can't wait for her to talk about this on on my show. <laughs> she said like think of it as like when you're your car through a crash test. And, oh god. <laughs> and that's what it marriage is after kids. So, you know, the car is shaking, crash dummies flying all over the place, you know, there's like wires and springs yep. like flying out. <laughs> you know? That's what happens after you have kids and it's like, you know, now how how ready are you to like you know it's like the car's not totaled and ruined but it's like you, you gotta keep it going so yeah it's just it's it's that analogy just had me cracking up but that's what it is that's yeah you know something so like again we just totally get that and for her to have been in those shoes you're just like really you too yeah <laughs> I'm sorry, what? Little Miss, yes, I was in the White House. Yes. Like you you have those moments exactly. too. Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. Oh, it's like so refreshing. Yeah. So yeah. Michelle, if you're listening, Miss Mrs. Obama. 
<laughs> I'm manifesting this year <laughs> on yield crime today. <laughs> manifest, manifest. <laughs> she the to- she totally listens to the show. Yeah, of course she does. <laughs> she totally does. Hi, I'm Kanika, and you're listening to That's Total Mom Sense, the podcast, where I interview public figures on their life lessons in parenting, legacy, and built-in sixth sense. Hey, what's up? I'm Kelly Rowland, and you're checking out That's Total Mom Sense. Hi, this is Chelsea Clinton, and my experience on That's Total Mom Sense was fantastic. It's me, Bobby Brown. Can't wait to share my story. Thank you to my guests, brand partners, community, and you for making the show possible. Episodes release every Thursday, wherever you listen to podcasts. You can join my tribe by logging on to thatstotalmomsense.com and by following me on YouTube, TikTok, and Instagram at Kanika Chadda Gupta. All right. Well, that's the end of my questions. So are you ready for the slang term portion of the interview? Let's do it. All right. So your first term is bantling. So it's B-A-N-T-L-I-N-G, bantling. And I can use it in a sentence if you'd like me to. Yes, please do that. Okay. The neighbors couldn't wait to show off the bantling to their friends and family. Oh, my goodness. Oh, man. Okay. I feel like it's like it could be a term of endearment for a little baby or it could be like a dead bat or some kind of (laughs) rodent or something (laughs) one or the other which is like totally (laughs) do you have a guess yeah i i'll go with i'll go with the, the term of endearment then it's like it's it's their new little baby a bantling is a very young child. Oh my so. goodness. Look at that. Yeah. <laughs> it really was. Okay. So yeah, not a dead bat. <laughs> I was hoping you'd pick that and not the dead bat because. <laughs> <laughs> oh man. The first time this term actually came up was as far back as 1593 is how far back ago this term was used. So. Yeah, Aww. a very young child slash baby bantling. Oh, that's so beautiful. And you know what? The fact that the root bant, like banter, is in there, you know, yeah. baby's babble. Yep. Yeah. So it just, I guess it comes, there's some connection there. Yep. Your second term is it's good on the star. Mm. Another way of saying like it's written in the stars, it's your destiny meant to be it actually means it's easy to open oh okay <laughs> i was like okay all right i mean it kind of works it's easy yeah. to open like good on the star like this jam bottle is good on the star <laughs> yeah like <laughs> my husband totally thought these pickles were it's good on the star i guess <laughs> i'm i i get it <laughs> Which, you know, whatever. Yeah. So now it's two fun phrases you have that you can weave into your everyday life. I'll ask my kids what they think of bantling is. It'd be interesting to hear what they think. Yeah, I'll I'll come back to you with that one. (laughs) Just get back to me on that one. Yeah. 
Well, I would like to thank Kanika for joining me today for Can You Crack the Cramp Word? And before we go, can you tell our listeners where they can find you on social media and when new episodes of your podcast come out? Absolutely, Lindsay. Thank you. So I am most active on Instagram. My handle is at Kanika Chada Gupta. And my show, That's Total Mom Sense, is available wherever you listen to podcasts. Episodes release every Thursday. And you can view them on my website, that's totalmomsense.com. And I'll even give you my email if you want to write to me. And that's very easy. It's that's totalmomsense at gmail.com. Perfect. Thank you again. And on that note, as always, I'm Lindsay. And I'll see you next time with another tale as old as crime.